Welcome back to the Freelance Family Man podcast. I've been on a wild ride over the last few months, and I wanted to share with you what I've been learning in the world of self-employment. And I wanted to introduce this new season of Freelance Family Man after too large of a break (laughs) and let you know what our focus will be going forward. In the past, we have interviewed people who have started businesses. We've interviewed freelancing dads. We have focused on freelancing through a computer, the digital side of the freelance world. But since I've been head deep in the process of building a house for our family, I've been exposed to the other side of self-employment to this whole new world of self-employment that I hadn't thought much about, and that's the construction industry. And the labor side, the the physical side of self-employment that has been around much longer than the digital side. And so I want this show to include both worlds the digital side of freelancing and the labor side of freelancing because I've realized that both sides can, both groups can learn from each other quite a bit. There's a lot that I've been learning as I've gotten to know a lot of guys in the construction industry who are self-employed. And I'm like, wow, there's, there's a lot that I can learn from them and then i'm also seeing how many how many things that they can learn from us or that i could teach them that would help them in their business things that they aren't embracing and aren't um thinking about that would actually help them do much better as well and so in this episode 1 of season 2 of freelance family man I wanted to just introduce some of the concepts that I've been thinking about lately um, in the world of self-employment and help start this conversation and get you thinking about all the possibilities uh, that are in this world. Um, First, I wanted to uh, discuss how man, since the beginning of time, was self-employed. This is something I've been thinking a lot about lately. (laughs) Self-employment is the original way in which people survived. Um, This modern, I go to an office, I get a salary, I get benefits, I work for this this corporation that uh, hires me as an employee and my job is really super regulated by this government entity and I have to put in uh, 40 hours of work per week. Um, this emphasis on on having a certain amount of hours and just showing up to the office opposed to accomplishing tasks, um, just getting paid to, to show up and put in the hours. I mean, this is a modern invention, this type of job that most people have and that most dads have and are trying to support a family in is a modern invention that is uh, not a good one. And it has been 
uh, the, the powers that be that are trying to wreck the family, that are trying to uh, limit people's potential and limit their income and keep them from becoming self-reliant. This, this is not how people have been able to take care of themselves anciently. Um, throughout history, everyone was self-employed. Every dad that was trying to support their family was self-employed. They developed a trade. They developed a skill that was needed in their society, wherever they were around the world. And then they offered that skill in exchange for either some form of money, depending on the time period, depending on the culture, or in exchange for trade, for for substance, for food, for supplies, um, or for that person then offering a service back to them. And yes, there was times when somebody would work under the direction of somebody else. You know, let's say in, uh, you know, 2000 years ago, there's a village in which people are, you know, constructing various buildings and you have a mason that works with stone. Um, and then he is hired by this foreman to do the stonework for a building that's being built. He's under the direction of this foreman, um, but this foreman is not his boss, as in he, the mason's now an employee. He's just showing up to accomplish a specific project and a task and being paid for it, and somebody's overseeing the work to make sure it follows the plan for the building. Um, but that that's the extent of it. There's no enslavement and binding to a specific company in which you are this employee and uh, they dictate to you, you know, what you earn and what's entailed in the job. Anciently, uh, people would negotiate a price and they'd settle on that. And the, you know, the guy that was trying to earn money through his masonry would, he would, he would, he would put a lot of effort and thought into what he thought he was worth. And he'd say, this is what I'm worth. So this is what you pay me. And sometimes if he would go around and nobody was willing to pay him that, then he had to be willing to negotiate a lower rate. You know, it's the same thing we do today. And what we've talked about before, when it comes up to figuring out your rate as a freelancer, um, sometimes you have to to change it if nobody's willing to to pay a certain amount. But you're actively involved in the process of deciding what you want to earn and what you think you're worth. I think it's vital in becoming a real man to be able to be involved in that process rather than just submitting a job application and then that company dictates to you what they're willing to pay and yeah there's they say there's some level of negotiation you can ask for a certain amount but really more the powers in them um you know depending on the economy if these companies are desperate for workers they're willing to negotiate more but most people who submit job applications to employee jobs don't even think about trying to negotiate a salary and ask for a certain amount so anyways, that's one concept I've thought about that we will for sure be talking a lot more about uh, with how self-employment is the traditional way that anyone earned income 
and supported their family anciently and throughout time. That it is it is a modern uh, invention, this employee system, and it's deliberate and it's deliberately out there to uh, to hurt the family to um, uh, take the man <laughs> out of men. Um, uh, and, uh, it, it does, it causes us to get into a totally different kind of mindset where we're not just in this state of looking for the next project that we can wrap our head around and accomplish and do well. It's just, just show up to your job, get your paycheck, go home. It's very passive and it's very, uh, there's not a lot of, not a lot of growth there. So to come back to why I'm, I'm, uh, pivoting the the conversation to now include the labor side of freelancing is because I've I've gained a newfound respect for the labor side of self-employment since building a house. We've been very involved in the process of building a house more than we originally planned. <laughs> um, our builder has just not been on top of it, um, not very engaged with our house. And so we work something out where we're managing 100% the whole finishing side. So basically the builder was managing the first half of the house build and we're managing the second half. But even during the first half, uh, we were very involved and had to micromanage and follow up a lot and even communicate with the subs on trying to make sure that what we were wanting was getting communicated. It's been stressful to say the least. But it has exposed me to this world of self-employment that I have not previously been exposed to. And the subcontractors that I have met doing all the different work on our house has opened me up to realize that these trades um, are so important to our society. We don't have any of the things we have without these uh, contractors that are willing to be a carpenter, uh, be a mason, be an electrician, plumber install roofing, uh, dig a giant hole with an excavator. Uh, and what I've noticed is that a lot of these guys are not being paid what they're worth. And there's this conundrum because they're not being paid what they, what they're worth. But at the same time, I don't feel as if I could spend a cent more on this house. (laughs) Housing has become so expensive, which again, is deliberate from the government and other entities that are trying to make it more and more difficult for people to own homes and own property because when you don't own a house, you don't own property, you have far less freedom. There is a, uh, it, it is a right. Property ownership is a human right for a reason. Um, it instills within us a certain level of responsibility that I think is key to our humanity and us feeling fulfilled as having property to have stewardship over and to have to manage. And uh, unfortunately, the desire to even own property has been uh, gradually breeded out through each generation. And my generation, the millennial generation, um, so many of us don't want the responsibility of extra land to take care of, a bigger house to take care of, even the ownership at all of a house versus just renting and having a landlord take care of things. My wife and I have always been very frustrated with the lack of freedom over our property and the renting in renting, which we've done 
over our last 10 years of marriage. And now we are filing the process of owning our first house and we've been able to build it. But because of all the economic factors at play, and we will get into all of that as we elaborate in this conversation of the both sides of self-employment, these labor jobs, these construction jobs, and just the labor side of self-employment does not pay as much on average as the digital side of freelancing does. And so no wonder there's no incentive for the young people going into the job force or trying to pursue a certain tract to go after these labor jobs because they look at the numbers and they're like, well, I don't want to earn, you know, 60,000 a year when I can earn on 150,000. And it's been set up that way for a reason. The powers that be that are trying to control us and take away our freedoms, they don't want us to be physically fit. They don't want us to have the self-reliance that comes from having physical skills. And they don't want people to be able to get into houses and own property. And so the more you can dissuade people from going into that industry, uh, the more you can control people. Now, I'm not abandoning my own digital freelancing business. And I'm not saying that it's bad that we have all these digital jobs now. I've talked a lot about the opportunities that we have in our day with the digital side of freelancing. How many more jobs are available that allow dad to work at home through a computer and earn money to support his family without having to be gone all the time? And I fully embrace the technology of our age through the internet, through computers, and the ability in which it allows us to be more efficient with certain jobs, and it allows us the flexibility of of working, uh, you know, from home, of me working in our travel trailer while our house is getting built. And so I want to make sure that you understand that I, uh, I do appreciate the digital side of things, and I'll continue to use the digital side as much as possible for my own business. And I think there's a lot that the construction industry self-employed guys can learn from the digital guys that will help their businesses be more efficient and help them find more clients and find more and better work. But one of the things I've realized is as I've gotten involved in a lot of little projects, some big, (laughs) during the process of building our house, that learning these physical skills is a very fulfilling thing. Um, it almost helps us get more in touch with our our humanity to not just be behind a computer all day long, clicking away on a mouse, staring at a screen, it, it touching tangible material and creating something with it. I've always enjoyed doing projects growing up with, you know, building something out of wood or whatever. And uh, my dad would do a lot of projects with us, but I was very much on the track, you know, all throughout school and going through college and starting my own business that I'm like, wow, there's just a lot of money that I can make just working on a computer and through the internet. And that's again, not a bad thing that, you know, we can figure out how to make the most use of our time and earn more money uh, through the internet and through offering these digital services. Um, But when we, I think balance is the key here. 
Um, I've always struggled, always, to find the motivation to exercise, to gain strength, to go to the gym, to uh, just do reps at home with weights to build strength. Just for the sake of building strength, it's 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 been very hard for me to find the motivation. But it's very important as a man that you make your fitness a priority because it's part of your role to protect your family and you need to be ready <laughs> to protect them physically. Um, but in our modern world with the invention of the gym and the home gym and all these ways in which uh, we are to get fit, it is hard to get motivated uh, when you're just working out for the sake of trying to get stronger. But what this construction industry has exposed me to is this world where people are naturally fit because of the work they're doing. They are fit because of the tasks they have to accomplish each day. And when you own property, just as a homeowner, and especially when you have more land, like we're building a house on an acre of land, um, there's more to take care of. And it requires more of you physically and just naturally. I mean, I've become significantly stronger in the last few months with the projects that I've gotten involved in with our house getting built just through the work that we've done. Um, everything from landscaping and doing a bunch of digging with shovels to uh, I helped install, I helped <laughs> reinstall part of our HVAC system and because uh, it was a total wreck and I'll have a video coming out about that soon. And, uh, you know, the other day I literally moved 6,000 pounds of flooring from a trailer into our house. Um, it was the hardest thing I've ever done physically. Um, but man, this kind of stuff, it makes you strong very quickly. And it's easy. It's much easier. I've found to push yourself beyond your physical limits when you have a specific task that you're trying to accomplish, when you have a specific project that you're trying to complete you just mentally push yourself way beyond what you would be pushing yourself to do if you were just in the gym, just working out just to work out. And so you get stronger quicker. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's cool. And it's, and it's encouraged. And I encourage any man out there to realize that your fitness is a top priority. And as a father, regardless of what you're doing to earn money and how much time you're spending on a computer, if you pursue property ownership and you take on the responsibility of things that will naturally make you more fit, um, that's really the best way to go. In the meantime, find the time to work out and try to motivate yourself. I've had a hard time doing that, but this has provided me an opportunity to get fit in other ways. And again, I'm very grateful for the digital side of freelancing. I would not be building a house right now if it wasn't for the money I've been able to earn through my digital freelancing business. But I've made some switches recently in my career goals because of what I've been exposed to on this in this construction industry and what I've been learning. So I will continue to build my video marketing digital freelance business as big as I can make it. I'll continue to grow it. I'll continue to find clients doing that. But I've realized that I don't want to spend all day long behind a computer and that's all I ever do. Um, I want the balance. I want to still use computers and the internet, you know, as much as possible to make things easier and more efficient. But I also want to get out there <laughs> and get physical. Um, so 
I decided to pursue getting a general contractor's license. Um, you know, what better way to embrace self-employment than become a contractor over many other contractors? <laughs> and so my career goal now is to have a combination of running my video marketing business, but also running a construction company. Um, but the way in which I intend to run this construction company for a while um, will be that we don't take on so many projects that it fills up all of my time because I also don't want to be uh, just going from house to house every single day, all day long, uh, managing a bunch of house builds for all the work hours that I put in per week. Um, I do want to, a uh, part of why I love freelancing is the ability that it gives me to be home more often. But I've also noticed that with my sons, and as my oldest son is now seven, um, the opportunities that he has had to learn some physical skills over the last few months since we've been building our house is very beneficial. And I would love him to be even further um, exposed to all these different trades on the digital side and on the physical side. And uh, since we homeschool, he is with us and he tags along. And by becoming a general contractor, I will be able to take on house projects that will allow me to continue to expand my skill set, but also get to know more and more people that are self-employed and help them to grow their businesses um, help introduce some of the digital stuff that will help these labor self-employed guys who are running these companies to do a lot better. So Freelance Family Man going forward will continue to be an educational space for digital freelancers, but also the labor side of self-employment. Because again, like I said, I think we can each learn from each other. Um, there's a value that we can provide to that each group can provide to each other that will help each of us to have greater balance in our lives and earn more money to support our families. In order to help the labor side of self-employment earn more money, there's things that have to change economically, but that can change on a local level. And uh, those are some conversations we'll get into on the digital side. Um, we will continue to talk about all the opportunities out there to build your business digitally so that you can leverage the internet and a computer to make more money in less time. But by having the balance of understanding both worlds, you're not hitched to, to, to just one system because throughout history, things change, events happen, and there will come a time where there's periods of time where we don't even have access to the internet or our computers aren't working. Um, it's, it's, it's happened around the world and, you know, it will happen. And if the only way that you are earning money is through the computer and through the internet, uh, you're not going to know what to do. Uh, you're not going to have the skills to take care of yourself self on a local level because you haven't taken the time to pursue property ownership and to develop skills that are necessary for just basic survival because we've just been paying other people to do that and uh, not learning any of it ourselves. Um, so the goal here, the goal of self-reliance, which is something I've talked about a lot and how freelancing can help us obtain that, also comes into play when you recognize 
having a, a at least slightly more broadened skill set. And I'm not saying that you need to become a carpenter and do that and also, uh, you know, be a graphic designer. Um, you know, you don't want to spread your skill set too thin regarding your own freelancing. In my case, managing a video marketing business and also managing a house build, there's a lot of similar skills that are used in just being the manager and being the leader um, that I'm not spreading myself too thin. Um, but overall, I've realized how much I enjoy managing a project that starts from a bunch of raw material and ends up with this cool thing where you manage all these different people and they all bring their own skill sets. And in the end, you have this combined thing that you've co-created. That's why I've enjoyed filmmaking. That's why I went into filmmaking. It's the same kind of thing. I mean, the filmmaking world is all self-employed. They're all self-employed and it's mostly labor type jobs um, with there's digital you know, there's the whole digital side of it when you talk about the editing process, uh, but much of it is, is labor. And, um, but you're still, you have a project that you are all coming together, hundreds of people to create. And, um, and, and I enjoy the, the, the process of building a house is very similar to the process of making a movie. It's all the same phases. It's the same kind of bringing together of all these self-employed people in one space to co-create something um, that has a clear endpoint, that has this clear end product. It's a house or it's a movie. Um, and that's why I originally started Airlight Video to get involved in the video world. And I'll continue to grow that and get involved in that. And I'm also trying to, to show that the self-employment world allows you to create this conglomerate of a career where when people ask you what you do, uh, you don't just say, oh, I'm a marketing manager at, you know, Facebook, <laughs> I'm a social media manager at, like, you don't just have a job title. You, it takes a few minutes to explain to them what you do. And you can keep shifting based on the needs of society when you're in the self-employed world. That's also what I'm looking at. I'm trying to look at where there are needs and I'm taking uh, advantage of those opportunities at the construction company that my wife and I are going to be building is going to focus on building traditional type homes out west, which is less common, and there's opportunity there. And we see a need and an opportunity to also help people who are self-employed get into a house. And that would be a part of what we what we do because my own journey in getting into a house was very difficult. Uh, being self-employed, banks do not look positively at self-employment. Uh, they have not caught up with the times realizing how many people are self-employed. We do not have, there aren't, there aren't enough lenders who are accommodating to our type of income. And it's unfortunate, but I, I seek to change that. And I hope that you, that you can help change that too. So I'm currently studying to get my GC license. And in Utah, where I live, um, you don't have to have years of paid experience. You can just take this national test um, instead, and it counts as the experience requirement, but it's a lot of work. It's like 21 different textbooks that I have to study, and, um, and then I have to take a, an open book test, and uh, it sounds easy being open book, but it's not. They try to trick you at every turn, <laughs> so it still requires a lot of study, but I've also learned a lot in the process of building our own house regarding 
all these different trades and how close we've been to it. Yeah, it's it's that's what's great about self-employment. Whenever you have opportunities that come along and different things that you want to pursue, you can do that and you can do both. I'm going to keep doing my digital freelancing. I'm going to keep building up my Airlight video business, um, but I'm going to pursue this as well. And it, it is allowing me to take on a new challenge too. And men like their challenges <laughs> and it, it helps them uh, uh, grow in important ways uh, when you're able to take on a challenge and challenge yourself and not just stay comfortable and stay complacent. So my intention with this podcast is not only to share what I'm learning about both worlds, uh, providing advice to both groups of people, but also I do want to bring in uh, an interview guys in this space, dads especially, who are trying to support their family. And they're either on the labor side of self-employment and just what they've learned and what their journey is and how they've found success or how they're struggling. And also dads on the digital side. It's called Freelance Family Man for a reason. The focus here is helping the man, helping the dad, helping the husband to support his family through self-employment the way that it used to be for all humans um, it puts you in a certain mindset that helps you really get in touch with your core manhood um, when you take the self-employment route. Um, the employee system is uh, very um, the way that it pacifies your mind and puts you in a state of not being in control of your own employment and uh, continually seeking better and new opportunities. Yeah. And so you will hear from me, you'll hear from from other self-employed dads or those who are trying to become that so that we can all learn from each other and have this conversation that will hopefully move the dial a bit in more and more dads turning towards self-employment and, and being willing to take that risk and realize that in the end, it's actually less risky when you can be in this self-employed world and, and you're able to be in control of, of where you find your next opportunity rather than being at the mercy of some company that's giving you an employee job and at any moment they can just kick you out and now you lose all your income and now you just got to go find another job. Um, I've witnessed too many people go through that process um, thinking that that's the safe haven, that that's the safer way to approach employment but then their income just slowly creeps up over so many years and it can't even keep up with inflation and they don't have the freedom with their time that they wish they had. They can't pursue these other things. They Dad can't get involved in their kids' homeschooling um, because of his job and the, the, the enslavement that that employee job causes. So as we, as we move forward, some of these podcasts will be in video format. Some will just be audio. Um, just depends on how I'm able to record it, but it will always be in audio for sure. Because as you pursue your own self-employment, being able to turn on a podcast while you're doing some work, it's fairly easy to do. And it can help you get educated while you're still, you know, doing your job, doing your work, doing other things in the car. Um, so let me know 
what questions you have, contact us at freelancefamilyman.com and shoot over a message and I will see it. And, and let me know what kind of conversations you want us to, to talk about more. And I will make sure to prioritize what we talk about based on your comments and based on your questions. And so I want to hear from you. Um, and it's very important that we combine forces together with what we have learned because together we can have an impact on the forces that are out there that are making certain types of self-employment and even this pursuit more difficult. And we can have an effect on our local economies in a way in which, in the end, it turns out okay. And we end up earning the money that we need to earn, even though there are so many forces that are trying to squash us, (laughs) that are trying to get rid of self-employment because they know that uh, they don't have control over our lives as much when we are self-employed. Hopefully this will help steer the conversation in, in the right direction so that you can become a true freelance family man where your family is your top priority, um, but you are engaging in work that helps you become the kind of man that your sons need to see so that they can become the kind of man that society needs and that will that their future wives will need and their children will need that will help foster self-reliance and, and just an overall feeling of really strong fulfillment in life. Um, true joy comes when we are pursuing that, which is a part of our true nature. And we are developing that. And we are progressing forward. With that said, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And hopefully this gave you some things to think about. Until next time.